case of indecision and our completely biased opinions with Ian and Tyler. And you're listening to Sound Audits. Last time you tuned in, stuck our three foot dicks straight down at shit. <laughs> Let's just say we fucked it up, down, and sideways, right? That, that, the album, yeah, it didn't go well. This one, this one's slightly better. You want to talk? Where was I sitting off really quiet? I like the album. This one. Okay, well, we're reviewing an album by Alessia Cara. But I have a bias towards her. Yeah, I know, because, well, we'll get to that. Uh, this album is by an artist called Alessia Cara. Maybe you've heard of her. She's been on the radio a lot with singles like Here and Scars, You're Beautiful, and Wild Things off her 2015 album, Know It All. She's really young, by the way. She's super duper young. She, uh, she was born in like 1996, I want to say. I think it was, it was 1996 or 1997. I believe. I don't think so. Yeah. Hold on, I looked this up last night. Did you? Hold on, I have it right here. Born July 1996. Okay. So she was. So that means she's... Uh, and she's f- signed her first record deal in 2014, so if I do the math right in my head, she was 18 when she got her first record record deal. That's ridiculous. How old was she when we saw her then? Um, two years later. So she was 20. Yeah, so the first time we saw her, she had just turned 20. Which is Yes, we did see her live. We saw her live when she was opening for Coldplay. We saw Coldplay in Philly. That was the best night of my entire life. Not it was really cool, but she was incredibly impressive, and I she had was. I had no idea how young she was. I had seen, I had heard her before on the radio before that, so I knew it was her, and I was like, "Oh my god!" The last, I know that the last song of her set was here, and yeah. I didn't, I didn't. Um, I knew that song. I, I did, I didn't it. recognize any of the other songs on her set list, but I love them. And then she played here, and I was like, <gasps> "It's you! It's you! I know her." <laughs> <laughs> But she's she's super because, young. Yeah, here was the hit single back then. That was like yeah, that was, was mid twenty sixteen, and then earlier or no, not earlier. Later on, it became "Scars to Your Beautiful." I think the first one was here though. That was her first like chart topper. That right? song reminds me of Lord. You think? Mm-hmm. It's more R and B than Lord. Here? Yeah, Lord is not at all R and B. Lord is more folk psychedelic, like psychedelic folk. That's exactly what I get from here. No. Yeah. No. Here is more of an R&B soul kind of song. 
No. <laughs> yes, it is. I'm not going to agree. I am going to agree with me. Please enjoy this, this short intermission while we resolve this. Okay. After further discussion, maybe she's a little like Lord, but that's it. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> maybe Tyler was a little right. Maybe, maybe not. Tyler was a little. Fuck off, Java update available, a new version. Shit. Okay. I haven't turned on my computer for like three days, so it's like. It's freaking out with yeah, all these. Yeah, because the semester's over. I know. It's, it's been freaking out with all these <laughs> updates I need to do. I'm so happy about that. But anyway, moving on. Um, yeah, that's why we're doing this. <laughs> it's because we have nothing to do now. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I was saying, Alessia Cara is a pop diva inspired by um, people like mostly Ariana Grande. That's like her biggest one. She started, she was one of those big up and comers on YouTube who started by getting um, herself a guitar and she started, I believe, uploading videos when she was 13 and she just covered stuff with her voice and her guitar. She was part of that Charlie Puth, Shawn Mendes kind of wave of people that made their way to the charts. Um, <clears throat> although she's kind of fallen off a little bit more than Shawn Mendes. I think, I think it was because there was some award that she won that people did not want her to win and she ended up getting a lot of hate over it and I don't think people were happy about it at all so I think she's kind of hated for that reason but I like her mostly I liked I liked a lot of the stuff off of Know It All I liked like Four Pink Walls was a great song here it was a pretty decent song I'd say you know and I think was it Outlaws that I also liked I think I liked Outlaws you have the uh, album pulled up because there was a there was a uh, slow piano song that I really enjoyed. I think it's called River of Tears, maybe. Oh yeah, River. Of, yeah. I yeah, think yeah. that's a great yeah. song. I remember that live song. though, and that was like my, I think my favorite one that she played live, so it was really cool. I forget that one live. Damn son. I think I recorded it. Okay, not the show. Yeah, it's but really anyway, cool. Yeah, but... Know It All was her uh, first. Um, the thing about it was it was. Her freshman album, and she didn't really know what she was doing. Freshman it doesn't, album. It doesn't really, I mean, that's kind of what it's called. Like, this is her sophomore album that okay. we're reviewing. Okay, fair enough. Um, and the thing about it is it doesn't have much direction uh, as to what it wants to be or what it wants to do. It's kind of more of just feeling feeling her way around the industry. And yeah. so um, we come back to her story here in 2018 where she releases the album, The Pains of Girl... I just realized, that's the first time. That's the first time we've mentioned the record name, isn't it? Shit. We're reviewing The Pains of Growing by Alessia Cara, by the way. Um, <clears throat> now, the thing about Alessia Cara is she is a pop songstress, and she is also very, very R&B influenced. Okay? She dabbles in both fields. Now, the last record that we reviewed by John Bellion... Um, we had issues with it because he had no idea what he wants to be, okay? That was the biggest problem. Because he's dabbling in so many different things like pop, R&B, hip-hop, alternative pop, like, it just, the list goes on. The thing about Alessia Carr is she has part of the same deal, but it is not as bad because she's only dabbling in two. And that is pop and R&B. But there's, there's a slight difference that I think is kind of important because... The difference between Alessia Cara having this problem and a seasoned artist that's almost 30 years old, he might even be 30, like John Bellion, who's been doing this for 15 years, that's a big difference. She's still, I, I don't want to say she's a kid because she's like 22 now, 23, right? But 22. She, 22, yeah. So she's she's been in this for not nearly as long as John. 
And I think that this is a more cohesive album than her last one. And that means that she's heading in the right direction and not in the wrong direction like he is. Yeah. So I think that... Good start. I don't know that this is... This might be... An, this album might be an improvement over her last one to some people. And it might not to other people. I think it really comes down to taste. But... I don't think that she's heading in the wrong direction, and I think she's finding her voice. And the other thing is that you got to look at the whole music scene as a whole, mm-hmm. and it's not just the album she puts out, but it's what it's what acoustically she does, it's what how she performs it, it's all of that stuff that adds or she takes. She is a great performer. It's all of that that te- that adds or takes away from the music, and you can't just look at one. To me, in my opinion, you can't just look at one aspect. Yeah, let's just get this that is out how of, it is. Let's just get know? that out of the way right here and right now. She. Her vocals are great. Like yeah, she has amazing. an incredible voice. She has an incredible okay? message and, too. Yeah, I mean, and that <clears throat> that is not an exception with this album either. Her voice sounds amazing, and a lot of the performances sound amazing. You know, if it's acoustic guitar, or piano, or something like that. You know, I, yeah, she's, I'm all for yeah, it. She's really good. You know, but then again, we do have the issue of she dabbles back and forth. And it leaves room for coherency, and it leaves room for improvement, okay? That is one of the things on this album. Now, I don't think this is necessarily a bad album. I don't, don't think it I is. I think it's pretty I good, think, actually. I think that it has its high points, right? But when it is painfully mediocre, it is painfully mediocre. Because she does a lot with dabbling in very interesting sounds and very, very interesting techniques in the way that she writes music. But... It is offsetted a lot of the time by um, very, very painfully common instrumentals and uh, vocal techniques. We'll get into that, though. Should we keep the the, the same kind of um, format format that we did last yeah. week? Do you think? Yeah, definitely. Should we Should we ask the audience as well? Maybe the next post I make. Yeah, what you guys and I, I think you guys should ask what you want to see uh, or tell us what you want to see more of. Yeah. Or hear more of, rather. Yeah. You can't Leave see it us. in the comments on Instagram. You can follow us at Sound Audits, you know? Now, something that's crucial to understand about... By the way, she's Canadian <clears throat> Toronto born. One thing that's crucial to understand about our podcast is that you might think that we are both sitting on the other side of the microphone completely clothed, and that's just not true. <laughs> <laughs> We're both walking around with our cocks out, you know? Every once in a while, Tyler gives me the old reach around, gives me a little tickle, and that's it. You know, we call it there. <laughs> but it, I promise you, it's no a full-on anal banging, okay? <laughs> I was okay. going to say not yet, but oh, I won't. Not yet? <laughs> oh, shit, my coffee's over there. So, I, I guess we're ready to talk about what we did like? Mm-hmm. All right. We're going to take a quick listen to Alessia Cara talking about what the album means to her and how her songwriting is a little deeper um, in this album cycle than with the previous. How are you feeling this morning with the release of the new album today? I feel really weird, but like in a good way. It just feels so weird because I've been thinking about this album like for three years and I wrote it like a year and a half ago and it's out now. And just the fact that people are tweeting the lyrics because they know the lyrics because they can hear them is yeah. crazy to me. It's so weird. I'm Do so Do you feel excited. like as you go throughout the day and into the weekend, 
people who maybe you know seated across from you at a rotisserie chicken restaurant, if you choose, <laughs> yeah. uh, might recognize you but not say anything, but still be thinking about, oh my gosh, that's she, I know all about her life now because I heard these songs. You know, like there's a it, whole yeah. new layer to people knowing who you are now, right? It's true, yeah. Especially because I think these songs are extremely personal. I think way more personal than I've ever really gone. So. Yeah, there is that feeling now that people know a bit more about me. Um, but it's, it's, I guess it's, it's cool because then that's how you connect. So, the things we liked about this album. What did you like about this album first and foremost? Because I've been talking a lot. On I really like the artist, Alessia Cara. That was my favorite part of this album, Ian. Fuck you. Hold on, I gotta pull up her checklist. Oh, okay. I have it on my phone. Well, I don't have it on my phone, so okay. give me a minute, sir. That's why you get hey, Apple, music, Apple Music TM. You don't even have it. Somehow yes, you do. accidentally bought it. I, <laughs> and you think it's not charging you money, but it is. I, I don't know. I'm, I've never gotten a complaint, okay? I swear. You're, one day you're going to get this bill, and it's going to be like $600 <laughs> over 10 years of Apple Music. And you'll be like, I don't know what that, that is. Uh, all right, so I do like Alessia Carr as a person as well. I think she's very, very sweet. Uh, has a really great personality. Um, she seems kind of shy a little bit, I think. But I think anyway. she's gotten better at that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, but if we're talking about what we like on this new album over here of hers, The Pains of Growing, and it's titled The Pains of Growing for a reason, and she kind of gives the album a theme of what her struggles have been in these past years growing as an artist, which I can, I can, I can, I can get behind, you know? It's, uh, definitely something to talk about, you know? And I think this is, especially with the whole people fucking hate her guts because she won some award that she wasn't supposed to, I can imagine how that would negatively affect <laughs> someone's view of an artist, and I can imagine how that would negatively affect that artist's emotions. Um... So, <laughs> rapper of the year, Alessia Car. What? <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh my god. That would That went to Drake this year and I want to die. You know, so many people love Drake that I feel like the world has given up on hope. <laughs> I don't think he's bad. I think he is Satan's <laughs> ass talking into a microphone and everybody's like oh, praise the lord because it's the the devil and he knows how to disguise himself in weird ways the devil he's, shows himself in small drake ways a, like drake's music drake is canadian as well and he's a super nice person in real life it's just his music sucks all right i'm gonna go off on a tangent here for a second okay. so one of my uncles taught me something and it's that even I, actually a lot of people have but if you even if you don't like something you should still appreciate it i think it's really important for people to remember because there's a lot of music that isn't your cup of tea but it is somebody's so you got to just acknowledge that it's there and not pretend like it doesn't exist because that's that's kind of a dick thing to do but that being said you got to look yeah. at it like this a lot of people freaking hate Justin Bieber with mm -hmm. all of their heart Music is the way it is, you know. He's just this guy. I actually and don't hate Justin here, Here's the thing, is that you got to look at it this way. If you were having a party and Justin Bieber showed up to your party, you would let the man in. I'm sure that guy would be a beast. He'd be the, the most fun person to hang out with. Seriously. If Drake showed up to your party, you would let him in. He's such a nice guy. Would you like, let him into your party? Of course I would, oh, because okay. he's 
he's a nice guy, but that doesn't mean I have to like his music. But when you think about, oh God, I hate that artist, you need to think. If he showed up to your door when you're having a party, a banging party at that, would you let him in? Dude, I would let Justin Bieber into my door, hands down. Like, that, that man, number one, number one, number one, I am sexually attracted to him. He is just that good looking, right? <laughs> he's he's so hot, but he looks like so. Shut up! I will never look into your eyes again. He went on. I mean, he had Post Malone on the tour with him. I have seen some interviews with Post Malone, and he's talked about. Him. And just from what Post Malone says, he sounds like the greatest guy. I would love to meet Post Malone. Side note. Okay, we're talking about Alessia Carr. I yeah. was just going off. Okay, my bad. So, what, what were we... We were talking about what we liked. Oh, yeah. Because and then we got off about you tumor. being sexually attracted to <laughs> Justin Bieber. <laughs> but anyway. Homo um, sapien. <laughs> um, I really anyway, I really enjoyed I, the song. We were, wait, 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 wait. We were talking about the theme. Because I do enjoy the theme of the album. I appreciate where she was going. Sometimes it kind of falls flat on its face with some songs, which I don't really like. But with a lot of songs, she pulls a really creative edge, and that's really nice. Uh, what's the first song you want to talk about? First song I would like to talk about is Nintendo Game. Because it was actually, I looked this up on YouTube in a playlist and just listened to it in order, and it was not the order of the actual track list. And the first song I heard was Nintendo Game, and I was like, ooh. Ooh, I like Ooh. this. Ooh. Ooh. And uh, so that was just the first thing I heard, so it's the first thing I want to talk about. I think that... Nintendo game is the 10th track on the track listing yeah. as well. And I think it's just... It's really short, actually. It's only like 2 minutes and yeah, 40 seconds. Yeah, it's 2 minutes seconds. and 50 seconds or something. Yeah, like yeah. And I think... I don't know. I think it's a it's a cute little song. And I, I'm surprised now that it's not the opener, even though it makes more sense that Growing Pains is. But like... Yeah, I mean, title I, track, title. Yeah, I, th I think that... I think that Nintendo game is just a cute little thing. And it's like... I I don't know exactly how it ties in to the whole theme, but it's Oh, well, if Nintendo, you want to talk about that. Well, I mean, the whole I think it's a really really clever way to talk about how it's, you it's a clever how growing metaphor. up. Yeah. How yeah, how growing up there's you have and I do really appreciate the cleverness that goes into this song. Um how growing up uh, you kind of have no idea how to treat a relationship, so you treat it like a Nintendo game. And she says, the lyric goes, treat it like a Nintendo game and nobody wins, you know? It's kind of a clever, clever play on things where, like, when you're that young and dumb, you don't really think about heading into a relationship. You kind of just do it. Um, and it doesn't turn out so well most of the time. Um, that said, I do have some issues with this track. I think it's kind of sanitary in some spots. I think that she was doing a lot of really great things with the instrumentation here and there. She added some video game noises, which was great. Like, it sounded like it was straight out of, like, Nintendo 64 or something like that, which was really cool. I wish she dabbled more in that, because the rest of the track is a little bit... It's a little bit toned down, and it could be... That's one of the main problems that I have, I think, across this album, is that it's a little bit sanitary. She had it's, a lot of chances to, like, go off... And she didn't. She's, and I, she, that's the thing. I know she's that creative. I know she is that talented. I've seen her. I know she is. Okay, right? She she did play it safe on some of the songs and stay in her comfort zone, yeah. which for a young artist is probably, honestly, it might be the best thing for her at this point because doing that rather than going off on something that is un 
charted unfamiliar territory that she hasn't tried like if she added something like if she added something real crazy in one of these songs it could just absolutely just be atrocious and just but then again miss. she does she does add some really cool stuff on here and it works she does no, but, but it's not it's not anything that is like crazy no it's not it's not anything that blows my mind it's just kind of things that go ooh 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 woo like things that pique my interest i guess let's talk about i think the first song in the track listing here that i really like was 7 days 7 days is the fourth track 7 days is this, a fantastic by the way song. this this uh this album is about 15 tracks long and i liked so many more of the tracks on here than I did the John Bellion album, but we'll get into that. Uh, Seven Days is very, very clever lyrically, as she talks about the, the Seven Days references the seven days that God took to make the earth, right? I'm not dead. I'm not fixed. Um, she talks about... She's basically talking about man's relationship with God and how <clears throat> she keeps asking him if he's looking down and she and if he's proud of his creation basically like um let me find one of the lyrics she she refers to him as Mr. Man upstairs Mr. yeah oh Mr. Man upstairs yeah we're in some trouble we're in some trouble Mr. Maker Mr. Maker don't turn away from your screen she's talking about him like he's watching our lives through a TV screen right and that's cool. And I really, really like the one lyric that goes, at least the bubble that we've created, we being humanity, the bubble that we've created could make for damn good TV. That is a bomb-ass line. I was like, holy shit, that's good. That's good. That's creative as shit. I really love that, you know? Cause think and she about talks about how, let's <clears throat> tell little girls that pretty girls are better or pigment and religion really matters. Like, there are some genius lines in this song. She's talking about... Did you really, like, plan it this way? Yeah. She has so many questions, and she's trying to just get it into this song. I love this song. Well, think, Lyrically, this song is amazing. Think about if... Think about, like, what God created. And if you... I mean, I don't know how biblical you people are, or, <laughs> you know, how Christian or whatever, but if you think back, like, Adam and Eve, if you went back that far... If you're Catholic you, might, like me, you probably don't know jack shit. Yeah. So like, So, like, you know, going from two people to all of the people now... And all of the screwed up stuff that happens. Can you imagine God sitting back and just be like, "What the hell? Yeah, what is that?" It kind of reminds me of the Bo Burnham song where what's he talks a furry? About... <laughs> <laughs> oh God! <laughs> I can't imagine what sitting in that seat would be like. Yeah, really. I don't, I wonder if he planned it all out. You know? I don't know. We could get I'm real. About we, could, a lot of stuff. we could get real philosophical like this. You know? Like, imagine God looking down and just watching an orgy happen. Like, what is he sitting there thinking? Oh, God, mm. that's a lot of water. Anyway. So, the next song... <laughs> <laughs> he's probably sitting there, he's like, mm, that is not enough lube. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna hurt. <laughs> Sister, you are going to be chafed tomorrow. <laughs> what are we talking about? Lots of sore throats. Anyway. Oh. The next, <laughs> the next song that I think I really liked was, um, well, I like parts of it. I liked "Trust My Lonely" a lot. I think the, um, I think the intro was really fun and bouncy. Uh, well, you know what? I didn't like "Trust My Lonely" a lot. I liked the first part of it. We'll leave it at that. What was the other one that I liked? I got it mixed up with "All We Know." "All We Know" was good. Um, 
All we know, let me pull it up real quick. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. All we know, she's basically talking about how, um, as you grow up, your preperceptions of the world completely change, and all you know is basically turned upside down on its head. Right? That's super cool. Like, the first opening line goes, Saint Nick don't exist anymore, and Oz was just a lonely man. So damn hard to believe in anything again. Wise is the optimist. That's... You know? Yeah. I mean, that... Yeah! Yeah, you're right! You know, round and round and round it goes. Heroes fall like dominoes. I really, really like the groove of this song. Round and round and round it goes... I don't... I can't sing. But anyway, you should go listen to this song. It's super nice. Um... I, the, the one thing that I didn't like about the song is her vocals are used in a way that is not super creative and it's, it kind of takes away from it at points. Um, like it overpowers in the mix sometimes and it's kind of protruding too much to ignore. But she makes up for it on later tracks where she does use her vocal samples in a lot of d different ways. Um... The thing is, this is very, very similar to stuff on her earlier album. If you listen to All We or uh, Know It All, it's a pop record. It is very influenced by other artists like Ariana Grande or maybe Selena Gomez. I don't know. I don't listen to Selena Gomez. I listen to a little bit of Ariana Grande, but moving on. Can I? <coughs> can I just say? Yeah, go ahead. One of the things Selena that Gomez. I've noticed, like looking, <clears throat> looking at the background of these songs, is that the songs that I like the most on the album are the ones that she collaborated with uh, a production team. I don't know if they're a band, but a production team called Pop and Oak. And they're the ones that are the band that plays with her live. Mm -hmm. And they're the ones that uh, oh, she did the song Here with. Mm -hmm. And I think that most of her strongest work comes out of the influence of having other people in that room recording with her, not just her own thoughts. Yeah, And that is a good thing and I that's a that's bad a... thing because you can't rely on other people to produce good stuff for you and have good ideas you have to have your time, own ideas but at the same time it should the the idea should complement you and your ideas and they should you know mix I think well people can really be stimulating when you're in the creative process like i used to make i miss those days when we made songs together with your guitar teacher maki mm -hmm. that was so much fun we had we sat in a room and we sat with tyler's guitar teacher who is a professional song maker like he's really good at writing music and we'd sit there and We'd write shit, you know, and it was so much fun sitting there and having all three of our ideas kind of collide in the fashion that they did. It's just writing music with other people can be so much fun, um, and it doesn't really take away anything from your own talent. It kind of just adds to the piece, you know. You can't really take away from people. You're like, oh, it's not completely yours because you you didn't write it all on your own. You didn't. No, 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 no. No. No, 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 no. I think it's all, like, I think that's completely viable. If other people stimulate you in that way, fucking go for it. Yeah. You know? I don't really like to talk about, like, individual songs and pick them apart about what I liked and what I didn't like, but I like to talk about, like, the overall. And one of the things that I overall thought was really cool throughout the album is how, even though it's from her perspective, she views herself as an outsider. That is super you know? cool, yeah. That's a really, really cool thought is that she views herself as an outsider and almost like she like the lyrics you know in the center of the page are what's going on but she views herself as the outsider who sits on the margins of a page and 
you know, handwritten ink. Like it's just, it's a really cool idea that I don't think a lot of other artists go for. A lot of artists want them to be in the spotlight. They don't want them to be the ones who are sitting back looking at it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really <clears throat> cool. It's unique. I think the next song that I really liked, and this is like one of the, I think this is, okay, yeah. Track number 11, Out of Love. Now, there are a lot of slow jams on the album, okay? And it gets to a point where it gets annoying, and this is a slow jam, but this is a really good one. Like, this is ridiculously good. It starts off slow, okay, give it a minute. It's still a nice piano. Her voice sounds great. It's just a little old at that point. But as soon as we get to about the second verse, we get a ton of atmosphere. This song becomes, and the lyrics aren't really anything special. You know, on these slow jams, it's basically just pop love songs. But <clears throat> the second verse, she adds all these atmospheric effects and samples and uh, like stuff on her voice to make it sound warped and distorted and super drawn out. And it sounds awesome. It, yeah. I, okay. You're going to hate me for saying this, but it reminded me of something off of the C418 soundtrack, which is the guy who made the music for Minecraft. That soundtrack is really good. Don't judge me. I played the shit out of that game. Still <laughs> might play it sometimes. Not really. I, I haven't touched that game in years. Finish Love your thought. Game, Finish your thought. I. Yeah, where was I? Almost. Yeah, it re does remind me of the C418 soundtrack, and the rest of the song is just. From there, it's fucking irresistibly pretty. It's so nice. I I could listen to that instrumental all fucking day long. Yeah, and I think I that wish one thing that I wish. Oof! Shut up. One thing <laughs> that I wish is that, and this this is for goes for a lot of the songs. I wish she played with her song structure more, because it is the pop formula: cor uh, verse, yeah, chorus, verse, chorus, uh, bridge, another chorus, and then you end on the outro. You know. It gets bland after At a while. At the very least, though, it is sophisticated pop. It's not just straight, like, Trash. what plays on the radio. Because if, if that was the case, then it would be playing on the radio. If but it's I not. If you, I wouldn't be me, too. I, I despise that song. It's not that. Fuck off, Megan Trainer. You're probably a nice person in real life, but fuck off. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, give up. <laughs> anyway, um, and that's kind of all... I'd say, I I, I'd say we covered all of the high points of the album. Yeah. But... Well, you know what? On the outro, on the outro, the easier said, this is technically the outro because the 15th song is the, a repie, reprise of Growing Pains. Um, easier said, has some quirky instrumentation, okay? Which I do like about it. It's, it's super creative. It's funky. Yeah. A lot, of, a lot of times it's super creative, but it gets bogged down by stuff, and we'll get into that in this next segment where we talk about the things that we didn't like and there is some things that I, or are some things that I really didn't like so we'll see you in the next segment I guess I don't know just keep watching actually if you're listening on Apple Music it probably is just a straight transition and you don't even notice so well no we'll add a song never mind we'll see you in the next thing take a listen to this Choose your weapon and let's go Who's gonna beat this level? I speed up, you slow down Looks like I'm on your tail now Another round, do we give up? This is taking longer than Zelda Hold 
too late to get a one-up Baby, 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 this is getting too crazy I don't have the training Baby, 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 this love ain't a game So we should stop playing Push and Now we get to anally destroy this album. This is I'm not I'm not going to destroy it. Yeah, no, I'm not really gonna rip it to pieces. I think I was annoyed by a lot of things that maybe you weren't annoyed by, honestly. Honestly, like with John Billy and I wouldn't call myself the biggest fan, so I had no problem tearing it apart, and I'm slightly biased towards her because I don't want to say anything bad about her because I know what she's going for. And I don't want to rip to shreds. Even though, I mean, yeah, this does... I know what she was going for, this too. Does I think it just fall falls short. flat on his, fell out on his face sometimes. I think it falls short at times. But I think that as an album, this is much more of an album than John Bellion's. Yeah. Like, hands down. This is, like, yeah. so much better. Yeah, this is... It's actually still really short. I think it's only, like, 40-something minutes, isn't it? Yeah, and it's 15 tracks. So a lot of these tracks are really short. Is it 15? Um, I thought it was 12. 15. Including, okay. the, including the reprise. Wow, then that, those are some short-ass songs. Yeah. But that's got to be the pop structure. Yeah. First chorus, first chorus, bridge, chorus, chorus, and that's it. Yeah. And, you know? Ah, uh, that sucks. Yeah. Anyway, a lot of a lot of what... You said a lot of the... Well, go ahead. What is your main problem with the overall of the album? My main problem is her lack of cohesiveness. Um, kind of the same deal with the last album we reviewed. She... Stop touching everything, Jesus. I'm sorry. She uh, she has a lot of ideas, and she doesn't exactly go through with all of them. And the biggest problem with this is that there were a lot of opportunities where she could do something ballsy, and she played it safe because that's in her comfort zone. And this only being her second album, right? This is her second album. It's it's I think it's okay that that's what she's doing because she doesn't want to you know, create some, some atrocity that she's going to get crap for. Yeah, but, but on the, the other, but at the same time, you have to take risk. And I don't feel, I think this was a very comfortable album for her to make. And maybe that's just the type of artist she is. We don't have enough music from her to really know. She's only been releasing stuff for three years. I hope she's not a, I don't, I hope she's not a comfortable artist. I hope she keeps playing outside of her comfort zone. I hope she keeps dabbling in the R&B because I feel that she gets much more creative when she dabbles in that than pop. I think when she dabbles more in pop, she becomes bland. I forgot to say this, but she's struggling to find her own sound. Mm-hmm. And I think she's that very influenced. That's 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 this that, you know that's the problem that pretty much everyone has. I would say, except for Black Belt Eagle Scout, she doesn't give a shit. She she did exactly. She created exactly what she wanted to create. But with most of the people, it's like a lot of people on their. At least debut albums, not just the first one, but like the first few. A lot of times they're trying to be something that they're not. And I would even say that's true with ridiculously huge and popular bands like Coldplay. Trying to be a Radiohead. Coldplay was trying trying to be this acoustic, weird little rock band. And at least with their first one, and then this their first album uh parachutes and then their second album they were like all right well this is not how we should sound this is not what's going to get us plays and then they released a rush of blood in the head which is this heavy crashing metal and it took all the way until now in i think it was 2016 where they released their album a head full of dreams and it's 
not exactly what fans want, but it's how the band has wanted to sound the whole time, and they're finally now figuring I just want it them, out. Now I just want them to dabble into more creative ideas. That is all I want. So I think that... I love that band I think that it takes time. Coldplay's been around for 20 freaking years. Yeah, it's been a while. And they're figuring it out now. So this girl has the rest of her life ahead of her. She can be, and probably will be, assuming something doesn't happen, releasing music for the next 60 years. You know? Mm -hmm. Like... You, you never know. This could be a freaking Dolly Parton-ass person. We don't even know it yet. <laughs> you know? We don't know. It's too early. So I think that she... I went off, like, super off I mean, path it, here. I mean, it is... It, you know what I mean. It ties in. Um, I think my main problem with it, I think it has a lack of coherency, and I agree that it is... I'm, I'm going to use a little bit more of a mean word here, though. I agree well, that it is, um, she played inside her comfort zone, but I think she played in kind of inside her comfort zone to the point where it is painfully sanitary a lot of times. That's your mean word? That's my mean word. Oh, I thought you were going to call it, like, bitch music or something. No, it's not bitch music. <laughs> okay. Shut up. All right, we're good. <laughs> I thought that's where you were going with no. it. No, 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 Okay. No. All um, right. I, and again, I'm going to go back to what I said. I think when she dabbles into R&B, she becomes a lot more creative. And I think when she dabbles into pop, it becomes bland. Tell me your voice password to continue. Oh. <laughs> Shut up, Bixby. Damn it. I almost threw my phone in my coffee. Don't leave. Don't. In your coffee. That would be funny. That it? would be funny. Stain my white rug. Carpet. Well, it's kind Not of. Not that it's already stained. Yeah. It was white. 50 like years me. ago. Okay. Painfully white. Rolling on. Moving on. Um, so getting into the track listing, I don't remember where we were, so let's just move on. Uh, getting into the track listing and where we are with the whole blandness thing, the first track, Grind Cranes, right? Um, it is not particularly exciting. This is the first... You, you hear this song, and it gives you the vibe of a lot of the stuff on here, and you're like, oh, shit. No, I don't want this. Right? Um, I mean, the only thing that really struck me as great about this track is her voice. Her voice is still amazing. And she has uh, this thing for strings as well uh, on some of, the, some of the songs on this album. And I appreciate some good strings. And on this song, the strings are nice. Um, but it's still not enough to save the song. It's still mediocre. And it's still a pop song. Um which I don't particularly like because it doesn't really go and break any boundaries or anything. It's just, it basically sounds like a dumbing down of some of the better songs that pop artists have released in that kind of vein. Um, the second one, Not Today, uh, it's, again, still not exciting. Boring intro. Um, I liked the chord progression on the chorus. Um, she kind of played with it a little bit there. Um, and this is where you get the whole conflicted on what you want to be because this song is trying to be R&B but it is weighed down by the pop influences that it has and I think a lot of the pop influences that she has that she incorporates and she tries to mesh together with her R&B stuff is common ass vocal passages common ass chord progressions common ass song structure and some sanitary instrumentals. 
In six tracks, we get three sol- slow ballads, right? Correct. This is fucking inane by this point, because it is literally strict back to the guitar and her vocals, and that is it. Why would you give us three of these? That's this horrible structure for an album. I'm sorry, Alessia, I love you, but this is like... No, this is taboo. No. Don't do this. No. This song is annoying. To the... Like, it, it, it would be cute if there wasn't already two of them. Okay, something I am going to crap on about this album is that there are songs you're going to skip. And that's never good for an album. I wouldn't say a lot of them, but maybe like three or four. I guess that is a lot when it's 15 songs. But I'd say No, I'd skip like seven. Really? I'm... I would how do I wouldn't you, listen that's to That's a failing grade. <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't listen to this entire album again. I'd I'd go back to some tracks. And okay. I think for from a mediocre album that's fine. And I think that's the problem with this. A lot of this stuff is painfully mediocre. You know? I understand. Um 9 uh is called Comfortable. Uh the bass is kind of funky. That's just about it. Uh again, pop song that's trying to be R&B but it's too poppy just dabble in R&B man like you you do so much better with that I think that's what she wants to be but I don't know I think she's she's still trying to top the charts but like it's not exactly I think she I think she's not going for what uh I think she's not going for what her strong suit is which well maybe not but I think she's going for the pop this is what people want to hear. Yeah. You know? And I think that's not the way you need to look at it. You need to take a, a variety of aspects to music you're creating and think, all right, is this going to appeal to someone who's 10 years old? Is this someone who's going to appeal to one? Is this going to appeal to someone who's 50 years old? I can't talk. I actually got is, a... this, is this something that's going to appeal to someone on a radio? And is this something that's going to appeal to someone when they're listening to a cohesive whole as an album? And it's like you need to have all of these factors and you need to be thinking about it when you decide – what you're putting into each song. Yeah. And I actually, I've... It falls short. It does. Yeah, it does. A lot of times. But I, um... I forget exactly. I think it was something... I, I watch a lot of YouTube. Um, I... Shut up. I, uh, listen to this guy, and he... He's really smart. He's really, really... He knows his stuff when it comes to music. And he talked about, if you're an artist coming up, he got this advice somewhere. I can't remember exactly where he got it from. But... He says, if you're creating music, try to imagine what your target audience will be when you find your sound. And that's a pretty good way to look at it. You know, who do you want to appeal to? Mm-hmm. And I honestly, I always think that you should appeal to yourself first before you appeal to anybody else and just let the, re- let, um, let the music talk and do the rest uh, for itself. But that's just me. Um, anyway, we move on to the last three songs, Girl Next Door. Again, she gets kind of creative, uh, with vocal samples, which is really nice. Um, and then it just gets common. There's a nice big fat bass and that's just about it. You know, this is one of the songs where she adds some strings and the strings are nice. It's like she adds like little things to a song that make it like, eh worth listening to but nah the rest of it's just sanitary um my kind number 13 it has a nice chord progression but it's still sanitary like i'm just going through these one by one and like i have nothing to say about them because they're it's just common man 
and easier said is the same thing. The reprise of Growing Pains is too short to take seriously. Actually, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna reiterate what I said about easier said. Easier said has some quirky information, but is sullied by a common chord progression. It's basically just the same thing. It adds, um, she adds some cool things and some cool thoughts, but it just gets weighed down, and that's what a lot of this album is, unfortunately. Um, yeah, I mean. That's it for me. You know that's that's so freaking depressing, man. What? <laughs> he just ripped it. I didn't rip it. I still liked a lot of the well, stuff on this album. I'm interested. But... I'm interested to hear your conclusion because yeah. from what you just described, it sounds like a failing grade. No, it's not a failing grade for me. All right. Well, let's go ahead and uh, we'll take a listen to something, and we'll be right back. Yeah. So we're going to go ahead and talk about our overall thoughts on this album. Even though we've kind of touched on everything, I think that we should just kind of reiterate it and give it a short summary. Um, go ahead. Go Let's ahead. I don't know. I think a lot of times that she hits, I think the strong points of this album uh, are her soulful lyrics. I think that her lyrics are often stronger than her, um, than her, the music itself. And I, I think... Disagree. I, I think that that would be the case with most of it. However, there are songs for me, and I wouldn't say it was seven like you said, but I think there are like three or four songs where I would skip it if I was listening to the album as a whole. And I know it's more for you, but I I think that she has she hits a lot of really good points on the album, and I think that, I mean, I don't want to just re-say what we said already because, yeah you know, because we've already said it for the past yeah. 40 minutes, but I, mean, I, I think that... Her songwriting ability is there. I don't think she's honed in her craft yet, so I don't think that she, I don't think that this is her matured product 
of yeah, this is not what she's what she's capable of. I know she's capable of more. Yeah. But I don't think that this is a bad album by any means. This is not going to be her OK Computer or My Beautiful Dark Twi- 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 Twisted Fantasy or I don't I don't know Trench. Her, <laughs> <laughs> her um downward spiral or anything like great albums like that this is not going to go down in history as the greatest pop record of all time this is her finding her footing again she's doing it better this time but she's still finding her footing yeah and that's the thing i still think this is better than the last album Mm -hmm. off the last album i think that there were four songs that i liked Mm -hmm. and there were a lot of songs on that especially the deluxe not i think there were way more on the deluxe i think it was 13 really yeah i just looked and i believe oh okay well either way four out of 13 is bad so i don't know i think that she's she's moving in the right direction what do you think yeah i think she is moving in the right direction i mean what else is there to say other than she has an incredible voice her talent is there um and i don't think this is the best of her ability i think she has so much potential and i can't wait to see what she does with the next album i really can't i hope she i hope she surprises everybody and comes comes through with something sooner than later i hope she Um, goes real soulful on the next one yeah 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 I think overall it is not a bad album. Um, I just think she falls flat on her face with some of the themes sometimes and the instrumentation, and a lot of it becomes medi- painfully mediocre. You know? Yeah, That's I hear you. I, hear you. I think she's young, and I think she's learning. Ooh, favorite songs. I'm gonna just, I'm just going to say Nintendo game. Mm-hmm. I know that might be an immature answer, but I, I just... It's cute. I like it. It is cute. Yeah. I did like Nintendo game. I had some problems with it, but I think Nintendo game was one of my favorites. And as well. uh, what? Uh, what's the one where she's talking to God? Seven days. Uh, seven days. I think that was probably, as far as like matured music goes, that's probably the deepest, best, yeah, best song. I like seven days. I like all we know. I like out of love. I did like Nintendo game, and um, even though if I did have problems with it, I did like parts of Easier Said. Um, what was your least favorite song? That being said, mine was a little more. A little more was the third slow ballad, and it just got on my nerves so bad. You know, it's funny because that is one of the highest rated songs on the album. No, it, no, but like as far as critics not, go, yeah, I know, not for me. I know I read an article about it on Rolling Stone, and Rolling Stone I think gave it four out of five stars. No, I was really surprised. Mm-hmm. Um, they actually gave this in album the context, in the context the, of the album. I hated it. They gave the album four out of five stars, which well, I think is just Rolling Stone being its by itself, which. I love Alessia and everything, but I'm not going to sugarcoat a... this. I would give this a C. And I don't say that lightly. I think it's barely a C. What would you say? Um, you said it's not a failing grade. Yeah, no, it's not a failing grade. I'd give it barely a C. If I was going to give it like a number grade, I'd probably give it a straight 5 out of 10. That's a failing grade. I... That's not how I work, okay? Five is just in the middle. <laughs> I don't feel super strongly about a lot of the material on here, but I do feel strongly about some of it. You know, I give it a five, maybe a late six if we're lucky. Like a 50, 60%? No. No? What? Okay. No, if we're talking about... Because fucking letter grades are different. God damn it, Tyler, now you have to be thinking about this too much. No, no, I'm just saying five out of ten is 50%. Okay. Half. That's still not good. I know. Maybe that's not how your brain works. No, that's but not that's how, how the, that's, that's not how, how my brain works around things. I it's, think that's how the rest of the world works. They're not thinking five. Oh, that's in the middle. That's not good or bad. I don't think that's how everybody's thinking. They're thinking. Oh, you said five. That means this sucks. No. <laughs> you know. That's not how. I, well. Okay. Fair enough. I five for me is in the middle. 
I'm, I'm below five is bad. Above five is good. Got it. I'm not disappointed with this album by any I'm means. Slightly. I'm not disappointed. I wasn't expecting something different from her first album, which I think this is. I think it's a slight improvement. I don't think it's that big of an improvement, but I think she's heading in the wrong direction, which makes me more excited for wrong what direction. she did. Right direct. She's moving in the right direction, which makes me more excited for what's happening next. I can't talk. I'm sorry. All right. Jesus Christ, the semester's finally come up with this. I know, I'm dying. <laughs> on, the, <laughs> on the inside and outside. Yes. Anyway, we hope you enjoyed. Um, if you're if you're a pop fan and you're fine with things sounding the same, I would definitely recommend this album to you. It's, it's hey, all right. If you like the radio, you're gonna like this album. It's just Probably. what it is. Maybe. You will. We hope you enjoyed. Uh, if you have any suggestions, please leave us. Uh, um, please give us, leave us, give us, leave us a um, a comment on Instagram or shoot us a DM or something like that or do we have a Facebook page or anything? Do we have a Twitter? Yeah, we do. We haven't posted yeah. anything on it though. Follow us on Instagram. That's the big one. Yeah. At Sound Audits. Yeah. We're probably going to change that to Sound Audits Podcast just so people know what we're about. But <laughs> Yeah. Follow us at Sound Audits on uh, Instagram. Yeah. Leave us a comment. Leave us leave us some suggestions. We will, we will start taking suggestions for new albums that you want us to review. Tell us what um, jacks we are in yeah. the comments. Tell us how boring we are. And how annoying I am and how yeah. my annoying my voice is. I would love to hear it, honestly. We hope you enjoyed. Uh, we'll see you all next time for the next review. Stay awesome, bros. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> subscribe to PewDiePie. Please don't. Yeah, subscribe to PewDiePie. It's a serious, serious problem. TV